0: Hi, <laughs> hi, mm. hi. Oh. Mm. Welcome back to the Barefoot Office. I'm so glad that you're here. Oof! What a day. <clears throat> negative 13 when I woke up and windchill dropping it below that Uh, my daughter's first day of in-person school which is, you know, like for the rest of her life, her first day of in-person school ever will have been in February so that's weird and um, got my car fixed although it took much longer than it was supposed to and Did a lot of work and extra work and cried through my share in an ACA meeting, so it's been a full day. A full day. I'm looking forward to spending the day with my oldest tomorrow when he's not in school yet. His start's on Wednesday, and you know, we might not do anything, but watch TV and play on the iPad and maybe play some video games and eat lunch at Chipotle. That could be our grand plan, and it sounds great. So, we'll see. (coughs) But we're here together in this space to, um, to spend time with Jesus, as it turns out, to read and reflect and to invest, to attend, to listen, (laughs) to listen to our own spirits and spirituality. So if you haven't already take off your shoes and take a deep breath, (sighs) because the place where you are is holy. When Jesus had crossed back over in the boat to the other side, a great multitude was gathered to him, and he was by the sea. Behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, came, and seeing him, he fell at his feet and begged him much, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death. Please come and lay your hands on her, that she may be made healthy and live. He went with him, and a great multitude followed him, and they pressed upon him on all sides. A certain woman who had a discharge of blood for twelve years, and had suffered many things by physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was no better, but rather grew worse, having heard the things concerning Jesus, came up behind him in the crowd, and touched his clothes. For she said, If I just touch his clothes, I will be made well. Immediately the flow of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Immediately, Jesus, perceiving in himself that the power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? His disciples said to him, you see the multitude pressing against you and you say, who touched me? Jesus looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had been done to her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. He said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be cured of your disease. Where does your attention go in this reading? For me, it's. Where'd he go? She felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. The second time as we read, what connection do you make to this passage? When Jesus had crossed back over in the boat to the other side, a great multitude was gathered to him and he was by the sea. Behold, one Uh, For the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, came, and seeing Jesus, he fell at his feet and begged Jesus much, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death. Please come and lay your hands on her that she may be made healthy and live. Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him, and they pressed upon him on all sides. A certain woman who had a discharge of blood for twelve years, and had suffered many things by physicians, and had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. Having heard the things concerning Jesus, came up behind him in the crowd and touched his clothes. For she said, If I just touch his clothes, I will be made well. Immediately the flow of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction immediately jesus perceiving in himself that the power had gone out from him turned around in the crowd and asked who touched my clothes jesus disciples said to him you see the multitude pressing against you and you say who touched me jesus looked around to see her who had done this thing but the woman fearing and trembling knowing what had been done to her came and fell down before him and told him all the truth He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be cured of your disease. What connection do you make to this passage? (laughs) Thinking, you know, it's kind of a dense... Verse, the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what had been done to her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And, um, you know, at first I was thinking of fearing and trembling because, you know, the angels are always saying, Fear not, be not afraid. And, you know, it's popular to throw around. I don't. No, for a fact that it's true, but it's it's something that gets said that fear not, be not afraid is the most frequently repeated command in the Bible. Be not afraid. And yet this woman who has been healed by Jesus comes to him with fear and trembling. You can be healed by Jesus and still come to Jesus with fear and trembling. You can have a relationship with someone. You can have a relationship with God. You can be unfathomably intimate and still have fear and trembling. But doesn't perfect love cast out fear? Well, don't you fear for the ones you love? Just because you've got the emotional range of a teaspoon, Ronald, doesn't mean we all have. The great Hermione Granger. it's okay to be afraid it's okay to be sad those aren't defects our higher power wants us to live with our spirituality our creativity and our feelings in peace including our fear and trembling and including knowing what had been done to her and you You think, I thought the first time reading that, that it was like, oh, knowing that she's the one who had experienced Jesus' power, well, knowing what had been done to her, you know, it could go right back to, um, had suffered many things by many physicians and spent all that she had and was no better. It's kind of like, ACA recovery, where, you know, the big red book can talk about this and that and all the things we chase, drugs, praise, inner drugs of fear and shame, outer drugs of alcohol and success. And it doesn't, it doesn't cure us. It doesn't actually meet the need that recovery does and when those things control you and have controlled you for a long time you're still going to be afraid even after you have started coming out of it even after I have started coming out of it it's not like my insecurity my fear of missing out my not knowing that I'm special and I'm loved those things are still there they haven't gone away yet whether i've been healed or not whether i'm choosing healing or not it's not a uh, it's not a black and white it's not a firm line that you jump over it's a gradient its colors bleeding into each other it's it's complex and complicated and that's okay maybe health will always hold sickness inside it and maybe sickness will always hold health inside it. Maybe purity is a myth. And maybe healing is a direction and not an action. And maybe all along, what we've all always needed is just wholeness to be able to feel and know all of the things inside us or to become ever more aware of them all. For now we can stop there. It can be enough. But there's there's a lot there. It's dense. It's dense and it's it's okay that it is. It's hard. And it's hard to dwell in the deeps. But it's okay. It's okay. This third time as we read, what intention do you imagine do you hold for yourself? Having read and reflected on this passage together. When Jesus had crossed back over in the boat to the other side, a great multitude was gathered to him and he was by the sea. Behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, came and seeing him, he fell at Jesus' feet and begged him much, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death. Please come and lay your hands on her that she may be made healthy and live. Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him, and they pressed upon him on all sides. A certain woman who had a discharge of blood for twelve years and had suffered many things by many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse, having heard the things concerning Jesus, came up behind him in the crowd and touched his clothes. For she said, if I just touch his clothes, I will be made well. Immediately the flow of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Immediately, Jesus, perceiving in himself that the power had gone out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? His disciples said to him, you see the multitude pressing against you and you say, who touched me? Jesus looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had been done to her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be cured of your disease. (laughs) Well, there are other things I could think of, but my intention in this is to, uh, I don't know, I've toyed on and off with for a while that this, cough that comes and goes and seems to be activated by eating but doesn't seem to be heartburn related I don't know I just like just trying to tune in and wonder and maybe feel in my own body that it might be a dairy thing I don't know I love dairy I love ice cream I can't seem to really actually go any amount of time dairy free but I don't know Maybe it's just a call to try yet again. I had started two weeks ago trying to go dairy-free, and I made it four days. And so maybe it's just to pick back up and try again to see if that's the thing that I will feel in my body will heal me of this affliction. And maybe it will, and maybe it won't. But that's that's what I have. It's one of the things that I have. But for now... It can be enough. Almighty God, whose Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, is the light of the world, grant that your people, illumined by your word and sacraments, may shine with the radiance of Christ's glory, that he may be known, worshiped, and obeyed to the ends of the earth through Jesus Christ our Lord who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, now and forever. Amen. Hope and joy be yours, friends. For you have within you, for you are, the light of God, the light of the world. Always.